Hey, everybody, welcome to the Talk Techie to Me podcast. I'm your host, Tasia Custodi, and this is episode one. So you're going to notice we're going to get right into some tech. There's no flash. There's no fancy. There's not even any cool branding right now because we have a lot to cover. So for episode one, we have a special one for you today. We are going to highlight the top 10 announcements from Google I.O. 2021. So let's get into it, shall we? This episode of Talk Techie to Me is brought to you by absolutely no one. It's episode one. No sponsors, no ads, and no commercials. It's just you and me and a little bit of tech. So enjoy episode one of Talk Techie to Me, everything Google I.O. 2021. Google announced a ton of new innovations and updates and features at their 2021 keynote. It was much anticipated and they did not disappoint. It's really great when companies make, you know, these major flashy announcements, but what do those announcements actually mean for you, the consumer? Well, let's find out. The first announcement that caught my attention was that Google has given users a sneak peek of Android 12. This is what seems to be the biggest design update in recent years for them. So Android 12 features a design that they're calling Material U. There's going to be smoother animations, bigger buttons, and the ability to change system colors, which is going to be interesting for users to see if they want to deviate from what the designers and developers provide for you. I really feel like Android 12 is somewhat of a playful design concept. It showcases some lock screen changes, which users might find helpful, as well as some changes to the widget system. There's even going to be some new privacy features, including an all-new privacy dashboard that'll tell you camera, microphone, and location access, among a lot of other permissions. So what do you need to know as the consumer when it comes to Android 12? The main takeaway of this design update is that Google says this material use system is going to be applied cross-platform. So think web, apps, hardware, as well as Android. Google I.O. 2021 announcement number two. Select Pixel and Samsung phones will work as digital car keys with Android 12. Now, before you get really excited about this, BMW is actually the only automaker right now that has actually confirmed support of this digital car key. But don't fret, in the near future, other automakers are expected to follow suit. Announcement number three that caught my eye, Google and Samsung are merging Google's Wear OS and Samsung's Tizen-based system. This is going to be a huge update for Google's smartwatch operating system. So with these two platforms merged together, they might actually be just known as Wear W-E-A-R moving forward. So they're going to maybe drop the OS on the end of Wear OS. Though, of course, like all these things, that can change. Now, Google's pushing that this merge will result in better battery life, 30% faster app load time, and smoother animations. But of course, 
you, the user, you may or may not notice these things. So what does this mean for you? Well, this allows Google to offer you a better selection of devices because now they've teamed up with Samsung. They'll offer you a better selection of apps and more custom watch faces. The fourth announcement from Google I.O. Let's talk a little bit about Google AI. Essentially, Google showcased its Lambda AI that understands language better than ever before. So they did this by showing viewers a couple video demos where they showed what it would be like to have a chat with everyone's favorite planet, Pluto. That's right, even Google considers Pluto, rightfully so, as a planet. So for the record, they demoed also what it would be like to talk to a paper airplane, but we won't get into that one too much here. In effect, Lambda was able to answer questions as Pluto and also able to answer questions as the paper airplane, referencing facts about each throughout the conversations. And you can think, you know, mass multiply this, that could be done simultaneously. So the real implications here for us mere mortals is that Google is really flexing their AI language learning abilities. So think about what this actually means in layman's terms for us. A lot of Google's AI work focuses on retrieving of information. So think like translating a language or providing users with the correct answers when they search the web. So if Google can get AI to understand language better, it can offer improvements to users across their suite of products. Number five on the list, Project Starline. Okay, don't let the name fool you. This is probably one of my favorite announcements, hands down, ever. Are you ready for your mind to be blown? When I tell you this is one of the coolest things I've ever seen, I'm not kidding. So Project Starline, listen for this, is a 3D video chat booth that's designed to make you feel like you're sitting right there with someone in person. So think about that for a second. The person you're chatting with will appear in front of you in 3D. You're going to be able to see them from different angles and even make eye contact. Project Starline is using multiple cameras and sensors in order to create this 3D model. So there's a lot of things going on while this chat is happening in real time. There's multiple cameras and sensors all syncing up in real time to stitch together and create a 3D model in real time, which then is sending that out to you on the other side and vice versa in real time. So right now, this means both parties in the video chat would need to have all this technology, which is literally a big booth consisting of all this gear. So right now, users would theoretically go to specific locations where this booth exists. But how cool is this as a glimpse to what we will have in the future? You know, you have to keep in mind that when any new technology comes out, 
it can often be big and cumbersome at first. So my thoughts are that this is only going to improve in time. So many of us miss our family and friends during this time, and Google has really tapped into that, into that feeling of how do we actually feel connected on a video chat. But enough fangirling over the future of 3D video chats. Let's move on to Google I.O. announcement number six. This one's a big one, and it's Google camera inclusivity updates. So with this camera update, Google's looking to ensure that their processor does a better job rendering dark skin tones and natural hairstyles. So for this, Google is going to be using auto white balance and exposure algorithms to improve the accuracy for dark skin tones. This is something a lot of users take for granted because oftentimes these algorithms and these developers that are creating the algorithms are designing them based on themselves that may have a very light or white skin tone and it's leaving a lot of people behind. So historically, these processors are built and designed for balancing, say, my skin tone, which is very light and pale. So with these upgrades, Google's really hoping to avoid common overbrightening and desaturation of people of color. And moving on to Google I.O. announcement number seven, this is Google's new health tool, which I'm gonna tell you right now, hypochondriac warning, you can skip this part altogether. <laughs> So Google's hoping to launch this new health tool later this year with a focus on skin conditions. Now, why skin conditions? Well, believe it or not, Google gets about 10 billion, yes, billion with a B, skin condition queries every single year. So with their new health tool, users are going to be able to take a picture of their skin conditions. They're gonna answer a series of questions and then Google is going to provide users with a list of possible conditions that it's already pre-programmed to recognize. Now, the more the tool is used, the more the AI learns. So in theory, it would get more accurate and even better over time. Now, Google has mentioned they have a 97% accuracy, however, the one caveat here is how they've presented this as a 97% accuracy is meaning they will provide the user with a list of possible skin conditions and 97% of the time, one of those items in the list is accurate. So it obviously goes without saying this is not to take the place of a healthcare provider or a board certified dermatologist. This is more as a gateway perhaps, something that might help users have access to maybe better medical information about skin conditions, but it does not replace getting an actual diagnosis from a doctor. I can see a case both for and against something like this. You know, if you lean more towards the anxious tendency side, you might want to opt out of this one altogether. But if you're someone who doesn't have access to healthcare, if you're someone who maybe is doctor adverse, and maybe you just want to know with some form of accuracy what's going on with your skin, there could be a bit of a win here. It'll be interesting to see where this goes in the future. 
But moving on to Google I.O. announcement number eight. These are some important Google Photos updates. First, users will be able to store photos in a locked folder, meaning you can create a password protected space on your phone. So when you or someone else is scrolling through the Google Photos app, you're not going to see those photos in the app. They're only going to be available in the password protected spot. Now this is going to come to Pixel first, and it should be available later in the year on other Android devices. But that's not the only Google Photos update. This next one is a real trip. I love it. So you may be familiar with live photos on iOS, and they can take up quite a lot of space on your device. So now with Google Photos, you'll be able to make animated photos from stills. So Google's calling this feature cinematic moments, and it uses two still photos to create a moving image. There's going to be some other Google Photos updates, like maybe the ability to hide specific memories if you don't want certain things coming up. You can essentially tailor your Google Photos experience to you. Number nine on the list, some more Google Maps updates. I know it feels like Google Maps is constantly updating, which is a good thing. It's my go-to maps navigation platform, but here's what they just announced. First, they're adding route updates to reduce hard braking when you're driving. So Google Maps will use machine learning and navigation information to give you a heads up on whether or not traffic will be slowing. They've realized there are millions and millions of crashes per year due to hard braking. So their thought here is if they could give users the heads up prior to having to hard brake, they could essentially stop millions of accidents on the road. Second, Live View is getting an update. It's going to include things like details about shops and restaurants around you, helpful new street signs at major intersections. And if you're traveling, LiveView will tell you where you are in relation to your hotel. And if you're wondering what the heck LiveView even is, I have a great video over on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tasia Custody, all about LiveView. It's a detailed look at the current features of LiveView. Third, you'll now be able to spot busy areas at a glance when you open up Google Maps, which is going to help you avoid crowded areas or peak times for certain things. And lastly, Google Maps will tailor your map to you to highlight the best places based on the time of day or whether or not you're traveling. So this is going to be personalized to each user. So imagine you're traveling and you are in Vancouver, BC, and it's the morning and you open up your Google Maps and Google will now know, oh, they're traveling, it's the morning, perhaps we should show some more coffee shops. Users will also be able to click on any of those recommendations and it'll show you similar recommendations. And finally, we have made it to Google I.O. announcement number 10. And you might have guessed it. You might have been waiting for it. So many new Google Workspace integrations. So my Google Workspace lovers, welcome to your smart 
Canvas. Google wants to make your workspace even more collaborative. Now, you may be familiar with at mentioning people in Google Docs, but soon you're not only going to be able to at mention people, but also files and meetings too. And you're going to be able to do this in sheets as well. So this is an easy way to be able to hyperlink to other docs, sheets, and meetings right from the file you're working on. Now, Google's also introducing pageless docs. So it's going to be easier for you to work with wider tables or large images. And you'll be able to, of course, add emoji reactions in docs. But that doesn't even scratch the surface of all the updates coming to Google Workspace. There's going to be a new assistive writing feature that will offer more inclusive language recommendations. So what does that mean? Say, for example, it'll prompt you to write mail carrier instead of mail man. There's also going to be a new docs template that will automatically import any relevant information from calendar invites or other attached files. So it's all right there for you in one place. There's going to be connected checklists, table templates and docs, plus the ability to work in Google Meet directly from your doc sheet or slide. That's right, you're going to be able to see and hear each other right from the collaborative file you're working on together. There's even going to be live captions and translations in Google Meet, plus a handy timeline view in Sheets. And speaking of Sheets, there will be better assisted analysis functionality to help you build formulas easier. And finally, you'll be able to create and edit Sheets docs and slides from Google chat rooms. So that's my roundup of the top 10 announcements from Google IO 2021. What do you guys think of these announcements? You can drop a comment on this. You can head on over to my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Tasia Custody, and you can watch the full video on my Google IO 2021 roundup. Leave your comment there. Connect with me on all the socials. I'm at Tasia Custody on Instagram. I'm at Tasia Custody on Twitter. I'm facebook.com slash Tasia Custody. And remember, youtube.com slash Tasia Custody. Thanks so much for listening to episode one of the Talk Techie to Me podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye.